there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another episode of T4C. Do you want to break into branding and marketing? If so, then this is the episode for you because my next guest heads one of the most influential branding agencies in the world, a company that has developed billion-dollar brand names like Sonos, Pentium, OnStar, Swiffer, Febreze, and BlackBerry. But before I introduce you to David Plasek, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that comes out on Mondays to give you an exclusive peek at the professionals we're going to be featuring that week. And it is super easy to do. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number four coffee.org and sign up. Now, my linguistic latte lovers, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my incredible next guest is David Plasek, the founder and president of Lexicon Branding. Under his leadership over the last almost 40 years, Lexicon has continued to focus on the development of brand names that support business and marketing objectives. David has led his firm's unconventional approach to creativity using small teams linguists, and computer modeling to create new ideas. David, welcome to Time for Coffee. I have to ask you, I know it's still morning out there in California. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? I'm ready to go. Looking forward to it. But you're not caffeinated? Oh, no. I've had my caffeine. Yep. What is your brew of choice? One cup of Pete's Coffee Black. Oh, sounds good. Delicious. So, David, Before we start throwing back our 10 espresso shots, these are the 10 questions to help the T4C community benefit from your expertise on developing brand names, I want to encourage our young listeners to check out the show notes for this episode to see if the main T4C interview with you, that's the one that's going to get into what Lexicon does and how it does it so well, as well as how you built your career, because that episode may have dropped ahead of this one. I also want to encourage those Java junkies who really like this episode to take a screenshot of it on their phones and share it with their friends, either through email or social media, so that they can learn too from David. Okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's jump into the espresso shots. The first question, David, is what entry-level jobs are available to young people who want to break into branding? Very good question. And I'm going to answer it in a very positive way. There are just lots of opportunities in this field, which I'm going to broadly describe as the world of branding, which can be design firms. It can be boutique agencies that do both brand strategy and design. It can be a large advertising firm. It can be either a small or large research firm. When it comes to those entry-level positions in this very broad category with lots of opportunities, it's not so much a person's skill level. It's more their educational level, their background, and their 
demonstrated ability that they can work hard, they can work long hours, and that they're very curious. Those are the three things we look at for entry-level positions. Education is a big influence here because in all those entry-level positions, conceptual skills, analytical skills are typically required, certainly to work your way up because the goal always is to move from an entry-level position, which frankly will be fairly low on the pay scale, to something that has a higher level of remuneration. Sure. So what are the titles, David, that they should be looking for in those entry-level jobs? The bottom level would be a coordinator, account coordinator, creative coordinator. These are people who literally are coordinating the schedules for other people. Now, they're not like executive assistants. Let's take for an advertising firm where you're working with a client, you might be producing a radio spot, a TV spot, a print ad, doing a lot of digital work. All those things have timelines and benchmarks and goals. And that coordinator will be helping to keep things on track. They won't be producing the commercial, so to speak, but they'll help to keep it on track. The second entry level, these will kind of be bundled together, described differently by different agencies, would be an assistant account executive or an assistant account manager. So very low on the totem pole there. Once again, primarily being a coordinator of things, that person will have probably more contact with a client. Wonderful. What is a useful skill or skills, David, that you look for in the people that you hire at Lexicon Branding? Well, there's a couple really for different jobs. First, we're a creative agency, so we would look at someone's, in our case, because we're in the language business, their writing portfolio, how much writing they've done, coming right out of college, we might even read, and we have certainly over the years read someone's thesis papers. We look for people who have participated in the school newspaper, and we look at those articles and how they write. So we're looking for conceptual thinkers, and I think that probably would be universal for any of these types of agencies or design firms is, can this person look at an opportunity and begin to analyze it and help us to come up with ideas? And then obviously put it on paper. Exactly. Okay, terrific. David, I also want to let our listeners know, I don't know if they can hear any banging or hammering or other sounds, maybe a saw, but I am actually in the middle of almost a construction zone where I live and there are two homes under construction. So I want to apologize in advance if it's a little annoying to some of our listeners. So next espresso shot, you've alluded to this, but is someone's college major a deciding factor to get into the branding world, David? In other words, if they haven't studied it, Is that a deal breaker? No, not at all. In fact, it's really almost the opposite. We, and I think this holds for any other agency, we're looking for people who have an interesting academic background. If they come to us with a major in philosophy, we simply ask why. We try to understand what excited about them. If they were excited about them, we try to sort out things where someone says, well, it was just kind of an easy major. We do look for here at Lexicon, the tougher majors. So a major typically in art history, you can make it quite stimulating and difficult, but in a lot of universities, it's not. 
So we would much rather take someone out of philosophy, political science, or mathematics. People that major in some level of mathematics are often really good conceptual thinkers. Interesting. Now, what about a grad school degree? And this is less so for the entry-level positions, more so for someone who wants to work their way up the totem pole to get to the top like where you are. Well, the safest and the logical route is to get an MBA, a business degree. But we also look at individuals here with graduate degrees in behavioral sciences, in psychology. All these things lead to insights about human behavior. So I would just counsel younger people to follow really their interest and their passion, and the jobs will follow. The jobs will follow. I agree 100%. What about life experiences, David? What, in your opinion, are the most useful ones to have for someone starting out in branding? The first word that comes to my mind is, or phrase, is a variety of life experiences. So I look at a resume and I look at where someone has traveled. I look, do they play a musical instrument? Have they done charity work? What kind of charity work? What have they done? And do they have, over the years, any interesting jobs? Have they been a lifeguard? Have they worked for a construction company and and carried lumber to a job site? All these things give people insights into human behavior. And at the fundamental level of advertising and branding is getting to insights about human behavior. Mm, Wonderful. What is the best part for you, David, of being in this profession? It's the opportunity to be creative, to use my creative skills in a really positive way, which for us is helping companies grow and grow fast because they have both effective and efficient brand names and brand architectures. Great. And the flip side, because even when you're the big boss, I'm sure there are parts of your current job that you don't love. So what would you say are the parts right now of your current job that suck the most? That's an easy question for me to answer because it's the pressure, the pace of the business. We've all heard the phrase, the internet has changed everything. It certainly has made everything move a lot faster. And so just trying to keep up with client demands as opposed to having enough time to always do the job perfectly and in an enjoyable time frame is what I think makes all of us here at Lexicon sigh and raises stress levels. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing out in California, you guys do yoga and meditation and all that good stuff to deal with your stress? Well, certainly some of us do. I'm more of a cyclist and hiker than a sort of a yoga or meditation person. But yeah, we all have to get rid of our stress somehow. Absolutely. And those are all really healthy ways to do it. David, what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? I've been fortunate. I've gotten some good advice from a number of people along the way. But the one that sticks out for me is when I came back from graduate school and from working up on the Hill, I was just so fortunate to get a job at a major advertising firm in San Francisco. And my boss's boss took me out to lunch and he said, look, I'm going to give you some advice. He said, I want you to, for the next year, listen to your boss, do what you're told and keep quiet. And he said, after a year, you can start talking. But for right now, just observe and learn and you'll do really well here. And I walked out of there saying, well, you know what? I'm going to take his advice. And that's what I did. And I spent 
six years there and rose to the ranks very quickly, made a very good salary and had some great clients and some just wonderful experiences. Terrific. We've got two final espresso shots. What movies, if any, or Netflix, Amazon, Hulu shows, or books, David, do you think accurately depict your profession? I'm going to give you a couple. One is really about behavioral sciences, and it's written by Michael Lewis, and it's called The Undoing Project. And it's about how people think and how you can change people's behaviors by doing certain things. It's a, and Michael Lewis is a great writer. It's easy. He's the guy that wrote Moneyball. And so if you're familiar with that movie or the book, it's a very fluid book. Yes. I actually listened to it on an audio book ah. and loved it. Yeah, it's really an interesting book. And I think for your listeners, if they read that book and they don't like that book, they probably won't like being in advertising and branding. The second book is, well, it was written or published many years ago, I would say 25 years ago, and it's called Ship of Gold in the Deep Blue Sea. And it's about finding a sunken ship filled with gold off the coast of North Carolina that people for a hundred years had tried to find. And this particular individual who was just a great conceptual thinker figured out a way to find that ship. And he found after a two-year period, he found the ship that had in today's marketplace a billion dollars worth of gold. It's fundamentally about how you analyze a problem, how you look at what people have done before and why they failed and you change behavior. It's not unaligned with Michael Lewis's book, The Undoing Project. So there you go, those two books. Wonderful. And I will make sure to include them in show notes for our listeners. Final espresso shot. What do you think Java junkies would be surprised to learn about the world of branding? Easy answer. They would be surprised to know how difficult it is to develop concepts and, in our particular case, brand names and supporting what we call nomenclature, the modifiers, descriptors around them. You can almost argue that most economies have too many products, too many services. There are something like over 165 shampoos to choose from on the shelf of a CVS or a Long's drugstore. So we have on occasion had people come here from great schools, Stanford, Harvard, other schools, who after a year, year and a half say, gosh, I didn't think this was this hard. So that's one of the reasons our criteria is, can they demonstrate just how hard they've worked, how persistent they've worked in this category? So if you can get past that, you can have a lot of fun. Terrific. So you are definitely looking for people with grit. That's for sure. <laughs> David, before I say goodbye to you, if our listeners want to connect with you or with your firm in Lexicon Branding, where can they find you? If they go to our website, lexiconbranding.com, there's a contact sheet there and they can fill that out and tell us what they want to know and someone will get right back to them. Wonderful. David, thank you so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. I have to say, I had no idea, certainly when I was in college, but until not that long ago, that there are firms like yours doing what you do. And I think it is fascinating. 
Thank you. That's nice to hear. And I very much enjoyed the interview and I hope it was helpful to your listeners. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.